Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. To episode two of season five. Um, this week we're doing chapters four through seven. And we're calling this week's episode Playing the Game. Hmm. What a fun set of chapters. I know. Cassie and Nesta. I love Nesta Cassian. Nesta and Cassian. <laughs> I love Cassian so much. Honestly, I felt like we got more Cassian in this set of chapters yeah. than Nesta. I agree. I'm not complaining. No, I agree. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to dive in with chapter four. Ba, ba, ba. Here we go. Um, so Cassian catches up with more, and then both him and Nesta can't seem to sleep. What'd you notice? Um, I just, I love how much more means to Cassian, mm-hmm. and I just felt like we really saw how much he loved her in this chapter. Yeah. And I just want her to tell him, like, her secret. I know. Uh, especially since, like, he mentions that they had no lies between them in this chapter. Ugh. I was like, Cassian, if you only if knew. If you only knew. She's hiding herself. That was definitely a really sweet chapter. Mm-hmm. So where we left off, Nesta was just kind of being a total brat to mm-hmm. Cassian and went into her room. So he left the House of Wind to meet more at this riverfront cafe. Um, and I think it's funny that the people there are, like, fawning over him. Yeah. And he's just like, stop. Like, <laughs> don't even start. But I did think it was sweet kind of calling out this, like, growth of his. Mm-hmm. Basically, he says he cringed to recall how he strutted around after successful battles or missions, believing he deserved the praise of strangers. For too damn long, he'd indulged in that bullshit. It had taken walking the same streets after Reese had been imprisoned by Amarantha, after Reese sacrificed so much to shield this city, and seeing the disappointment and fear in so many faces to make Cassian realize what a fool he'd been. And I just, it also just, it, it makes me really want that, like, prequel i know like i would like i love who cassian is now but i'm so like and reese and asriel but like what were they like before that trauma yeah i can't even imagine they're all they all are lovely but they're all so damaged yeah (laughs) and like their childhood was also damaging but i don't know they just seemed to have like more swagger more it's possible (laughs) i just feel like it would be really enjoyable to read yeah but um it's it's sad that that's what it took for Cassian to grow, but mm-hmm. it's it's nice seeing, you know, that even after five hundred plus years, someone mm-hmm. can manage to <laughs> evolve, r- evolve grow. a little bit. Um, and I just like so he's just like looking at more, and her she's just like basking in the sun, which is <laughs> really sweet. Such a more thing to do. I know. Well, he's like thinking about how you know she only lived, which I didn't realize she was only in the court of nightmares for like seventeen years, right? Because she was a baby basically when they tried to marry her off, right? I didn't, but I didn't even think they were like she was old enough at that point to be married off, right? So I just I was shocked. I just always pictured her. I don't know, like two hundred years, a hundred yeah. years, something. Um. 
But yeah, he's just like looking at her and he said, he again let himself admire her perfect face. Beyond the disastrous consequences for more after their night together, the fallout with Reese afterwards had been awful. And Asriel had been so furious in his own quiet way that Cassian had quelled any further desire for more, had let lust turn into affection and all romantic feelings turn into familial bonds. But he could still admire her sheer beauty as he'd admire any work of art. Even though he knew well that what lay inside more was far more lovely and perfect than her exterior. I just love that he's just like admiring her like a yeah. work of art. It's so sweet. Yeah. It really is. Cassian is just. I know. And then he, the next line is, he wondered if she knew that. Aww. Cassian. It's so sweet. He's just like the best. If like, if I was to have a guy friend. Yeah. I would want Cassian. Definitely. I think we talked about that in the Q&A. But. Yeah. I would definitely have Cassian as a friend. <sighs> yep. But, but anywho, so more kind of gives a little bit of um, background mm-hmm. information about where she's been. So she's been at Balahan, which I kept wanting to say Valhalla. So did I. And I was like, <laughs> no, this is not Viking. Not Viking. Um, but I wonder if Balahan comes into play in the future, if there will be like a Viking type mm. presence. Or if she like kind of pulled the name from that. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, she says, okay, she does say that she's freezing her butt off there. So maybe you know in the theory that right. like this the map of perithian mm-hmm. matches um like england mm-hmm. or sorry the like the uk i wonder if valahan oh my gosh if you look like if we're carrying on with this and you look at the map valahan is totally like a nordic no, a nordic <laughs> so maybe they are i'll go with that low-key biking i okay. like that that was a side tangent mm-hmm. but anyway so um basically she's been trying to get balahan to sign the peace treaty and they're not really biting mm-hmm. um they're kind of like watching to see what happens because those queens yep from the last book are still clearly getting up to some mischief mm-hmm. and that's kind of really all they know and that's why cassian is coming in so more says um, she tells him that she's n- that he's not going to go near the human queens, but uh, from what I observed in Valahan, I know they're up to something, planning something. We just can't figure out what or why the humans would be stupid enough to start a war they can't win. And he says they'd need something in their arsenal that could grant them the advantage. And she says that's what you have to find out. Mm-hmm. So this is Cassian's mission. Yes. What are those queens up to? What's in their arsenal? Mm-hmm. So that we can get some peace treaties signed. Dang it. <laughs> Um, and then we kind of learned that Eris actually delayed Kier from coming to Valaris. That's right. Because Cassian kind of just sees more looking down. He's like, hey, like, we're, you know, putting, mm-hmm. putting Kier off and Eris actually kind of stepped in, which I'm like, okay, why? Like, yep. we have no idea why or how, but he nope. got Kier to kind of delay his visit to Valaris. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, I don't know if you caught this, but Cassian doesn't seem to like Jurian. Yeah. Even still. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I'm curious. Yeah. Like, we had good vibes from him mm-hmm. in the last book, so. And I'm Team Jurian, for sure. I, I thought I was until I found out Cassian wasn't. <laughs> and I was like, Cassian, what are you, what are you vibing that I'm not vibing? Yeah. You know? I don't know. Um, let's see. So from here, we pivot to Nesta, mm-hmm. um, who kind of just, like, wakes up. In the middle of the night. Yep. Um, she's there's a lot of mental reflection happening. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things she's thinking about is Tomas, mm-hmm. which I think like we knew it didn't work out with him, yeah. but we didn't get all of these details before. I was shocked. Yeah. He like sexually tried to like sexually assault her Basically. for breaking up with him. 
Uh-uh. That bastard. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, his dad beats his mom. I know. So. Vera knew it was up when she told him to leave him. Yes. Oh, but that's just, that's horrible. It is horrible. But I, I think it's interesting because if I'm remembering correctly, Nesta's response when Feyre asked about Tomas mm-hmm. was that, like, he w- he wasn't willing to come and help me find you. Right. And that was all she said. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. That, no, that's totally correct. So... There's a whole other story here. Yeah, that we didn't get. No. And I thought it was interesting. So you were saying she was doing, like, a lot of self-reflection. And she's kind of, like, leaning against the glass. And she's thinking of her mom. And Mm -hmm. her mother had said, like, my Nesta, Elaine shall wed for love and beauty. But you, my cunning little queen, you shall wed for conquest. Mm. I just thought that was a weird thing for a mom to say. Yeah. You know? Like, because, I mean, Nesta was, what, 14? Maybe. Because I think Farrah was, like, 11 when her mom died. Perhaps. Nesta's like two, three years older. So who says that to a 14-year-old? Who says that to their child at all? I mean, yes, but like, (laughs) I just thought it was really weird. Yeah, it's interesting. Because who weds for conquest? Like, are you trying to like conquer the person you're marrying? Like, I just think that's like an odd thing. Well, also though, I, okay, let me also maybe ask this question. Is her mom projecting that on her saying like, that's what I like see you I want you to do Mm -hmm. or is she just reflecting on who Nesta's like character is in those moments and just being like you you don't really care about love you just want you're gonna want the title that's why I don't know I don't don't know know if it's her observing or her projecting interesting yeah but um but she is talking about she's remembering about how you know her family got like thrown into poverty and everybody like left them alone Mm -hmm. and I thought this quote was interesting It says, so Nesta had become a wolf, armed herself with invisible teeth and claws, and learned to strike faster, deeper, more lethally, had relished it. But when the time came to put away the wolf, she found it had devoured her too. I thought that was an interesting quote also. Yeah. Well, A, we have more wolf imagery. I know, which we love. Love the wolf imagery. Um, Because it's like, in one way, wolves, I think we talked about this in one Mm -hmm. of our minis that was like the book cover breakdowns, but like wolves symbolize like loyalty, but they also symbolize that like loneliness and that darkness, which is so funny because it's like, they're basically opposites. Right. But so I think in the ways that Feyre became a wolf, Mm -hmm. I think Feyre became a wolf on one end of the spectrum. Right. Nesta became the wolf on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And yet these sisters who both symbolize wolves yeah. just keep, seem to be missing each other. It's like, you're both fucking wolves. Yes. <laughs> like, Just be a pack. Just be Come a pack, on. dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was just interesting how she like said that she couldn't get away from it either. That she relished it. Well, she relished it, but then when she wanted to put it away, she mm-hmm. was like, I literally can't because yeah. it's taken over who I am. Yeah. So it's like, can Nesta really help how she's behaving? In her mind, it doesn't seem like she yeah. she can, but interesting i don't know so let's see so cassian is awoken by Mm -hmm. a door closing um and i just love that like as he hears this door he kind of just like goes through every weapon in like (laughs) his room in the whole house and it just it cracked me up like how many weapons he has stashed in there yeah um but it honestly like it reminded me of the office and how dwight hides weapons throughout the office and it's like i forgot about that it's like nobody knows where they are and then all of a sudden he just like will pull one out or they find one and you're like what the heck and i just picture the house of wind like somebody sits on a couch and it's just like oh there's like a a knife between the pillows you know and it just cracks me up thinking about it oh my gosh in the office like fashion i love that (laughs) 
Um, so it's it's just Az coming home. Az right. wanted to let him know, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, but while he's awakened, Reese pops into his mind. Yeah. Um, and they just he's just checking in, mm-hmm. just seeing how he's doing. Yep. Um, and I think that's really it. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought the last quote was funny. Um, it says, Cassian wondered how much of him would be left intact by the end of it. In reference <laughs> to his first training day with Nesta. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, we'll see. I know. I'm, I'm like nervous for it. I know. Like, But like, how bad can it be? It's just Nesta. Yeah. It's just Nesta. Anyway, <laughs> um, so chapter five, uh, after a pleasant breakfast, mm-hmm. I say sarcastically, um, Cassian and Nesta head to Windhaven for training. I'm loving the sexual tension <laughs> that we get between Cassian and Nessa. Like, oh, it's yes, so good. But we like, are here for it. Why is she so terrible to him? I don't know. Oh, it makes me so mad. Well, at this point, she's been forced to do things she doesn't want to do. Right. And it's the very start of it. Like, we're at the beginning mm-hmm. of this all. Day so one. I imagine we're going to have peak attitude. Yes. All day long. True. Very true. <laughs> Like, that should be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, the chapter opens up, though, with them eating breakfast. And mm-hmm. essentially, Nesta's, like, throwing a fit how she doesn't want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know that I wish someone made me breakfast in the morning. That'd be so nice. <laughs> if I woke up to, like, eggs and porridge, I would, like, cry with joy. <laughs> I'm like, you spoiled brat. Enjoy your breakfast. I know. I know. That's a total side tangent. But, like, still. But I also love that she's wearing pants. Yeah. It's so funny. She's like, she'd forgotten how it felt to wear pants, the nakedness of having her thighs and ass on display. And it's just so funny to, I mean, people like us, because we wear pants all, all the, the time. time. And it's, it's almost, I, I don't know. I feel like when I wear a dress, like everything is out on display <laughs> versus when I wear pants, I feel like very contained. Like my legs yes! feel like protected and girl, I literally in this dress that I'm wearing today, I looked in the mirror and I was like, is this too much? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in a long dress yeah. that fully covers me. Mm-hmm. If I was wearing pants, you would see so much more. Why right. does this feel? So it's funny because it's like <laughs> Ness is thinking this and I'm thinking, um, I feel the opposite. I know, this which is, I don't understand why. I know. But that is funny. Um, let's see. So Cassian is trying to instruct her mm-hmm. on just like basic eating habits right. and how carbohydrates work. <laughs> um, but essentially, um, like they're having an argument about eating when Cassian finally says to her, not eating won't bring your father back. Yeah. And I was like, damn, we went for a mm-hmm. big one this morning. But like, I feel like that, it seems to be the reason for everything. It's like, because her father died, like she's not doing anything. And it's like, yeah. I think that's a very simplified understanding of why she's not doing anything. For sure. For sure. But I like that he's just bringing it up. He's like, I don't yeah. want to deal with this, like... He's trying to get to the bottom of right. it. Right. He just wants it to be done. Yeah. But um, he essentially tells her, like, I'll keep my opinions to myself if you eat. And mm-hmm. that's when she eats, finally. <laughs> and as she's leaving after eating, she says, I look forward to your silence. Mm-hmm. And that is when she walks away wearing those pants. Mm. Which kill Cassian yes essentially (laughs) (laughs) um let's see what else are you noticing with them basically Nessa like relives the moments with Mm -hmm. Cassian more than she cares to admit and I'm like wait what so like the final moments where she's like throwing herself on him and he's saying like we didn't have enough time 
Okay, you relive these moments all the time. Why are you so Why terrible you to Cassian? Simple? I don't understand, Nesta. I don't understand. It makes no sense. No sense. But I'm just like, yeah, you do. Like, mm-hmm. I would be reliving those moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I'm like, if you relive them, why don't you just act on them or talk about them? Process or them. Process them. Anything. Anything. Oh, except ignore them. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Then the sexual tension starts to come into play. So good. I was like, where did this come from? I felt like this was, we went from, like, I'm not eating to <laughs> sexual tension. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but she, um, she says, if you think this training nonsense is going to result in you climbing into my bed, you're delusional. I'd sooner let in a mangy street dog. He says, oh, it's not going to result in me climbing into your bed. You'll climb into mine. <laughs> I just love his cockiness. I love Cassian. I love Cassian so much. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else do we talk about? And poor Cassian. It's been two years since he's had sex. That's, poor guy. He's yep. like reflecting on it like as like she's walking away in her pants getting ready. Yeah. And I was like, man, like that's pretty crazy. I feel like Cassian would get laid so easily with like anyone in <laughs> yeah. Valaris. You know what I mean? All these people are like. In all fairness, he's been busy. He has been. <laughs> but like, I mean. Yeah. It's sad. But there's he has this whole like internal monologue that just made me like really upset. Um he's like reflecting on the winter solstice mm-hmm. when Nesta says, I've made my thoughts clear enough on what I want from you. Mm-hmm. And he says, A whole lot of nothing. It had cracked an intrinsic piece of him, some final resistance and shred of hope that everything they'd endured during the war might amount to something. That when he spilled his heart to her as he lay dying, that when she'd covered him with her body and chosen to die alongside him, she'd chosen him too. Poor Cassian. I am well, how so do you sad. think anything other? When somebody chooses yeah. to die with you, why would you not assume that they want to be with you? Yeah. I don't know. This is like basic common sense, I feel like. No. But it's like not. the fact that this like final shred of hope for him mm-hmm. is destroyed. Yeah. I'm like, his heart must be in so much pain. I know. And he's being forced to like be with Nesta every single day. Yep. And it's like when your heart's broken over somebody and you're forced to be around them, that's so hard. It is really hard. And especially keep up a positive attitude because we yeah. know he's just trying to keep it light and like keep mm-hmm. her positive. So how hard is that on him? Exactly. Poor guy. <laughs> Love him. Uh, but then more shows up. Yep. Ready to win you, win, win you, <laughs> winnow them away. Yes. So they get to Windhaven mm-hmm. and they come across Devlin, mm-hmm. who is still a piece of work. Oh, yeah. Um, He basically, once he sees Nesta, he's like, what's her business here? And when Cassian tells him that she's going to be training, he says, any weapons she touches must be buried afterward. Leave them in a pile. And I'm like, dude chill out yeah there's definitely superstitions about like he definitely still thinks she's a witch and (laughs) and then there's like the whole thing about women being on their periods and not being able to touch anything like it just seems very very old school way of thinking yeah it really does um but i did think it was interesting that nesta is definitely observing cassian as much as he was observing her Mm -hmm. like she's looking at him and she says cassian kept kept his in regard to his wings kept his in what Nesta called his casual spread. Not mm. wide, but not tucked in close. The position conveyed the perfect amount of ease and arrogance, readiness, and power. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so Nesta's got, like, names for Cassian stances. <laughs> Cassian's got names for Nesta stances. Okay. Like, come on. I know. Um. So Cassian takes her over to train, mm-hmm. and she just sits down and mm-hmm. is like, nope, I, I showed up. You can't make me do anything. Mm-hmm. And so she's just going to sit there. 
I just it made me so sad though yeah. like for Cassian because it's like so Devlin and all these guys are, are showing up yeah. and they're just kind of standing there and Cassian's like Nesta like let's train and she's like no yeah and he's like giving her this pleading look in his eye mm. and she's like I know she recognizes it and Nesta even says like I I like recognized it but I yeah I couldn't make myself get up because I had drawn a line in the sand it's so much pride yeah she said but her body refused to move she'd drawn her line and to yield to him to anyone something like disgust filled his face disappointment anger good even as some something crumpled inside her she couldn't stop the relief i'm just like nasta she's like this poor guy like he's like we know how much of an issue it's been like getting these other illyrians to respect him and then it's like Nesta doesn't even respect him like come on the poor guy I feel so bad I know so chapter six chapter six all right so summary I put after training Mm -hmm. in air quotes um (laughs) Nesta goes to the library for her first shift and she returns to the house to find she's alone what'd you notice I think that working in the library is going to be good for Nesta. So agree. Like, I think it will heal her and be like a healing space as it is for the other priestesses. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out if Farah planned that or if it's going to be like coincidental that it also heals her. Well, it's like it's convenient because it's within the House of Wind. Right. But also, this is Reese's plan too. Right. So I wonder if, do we think Reese would be that thoughtful? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Like, did they intentionally make her work at the house of like the library yeah. in the hopes that it would heal her like to the priestesses or is it just this is a place that like they run and it's quiet and she can't like hurt anybody yeah. there kind of thing so I, don't know. I wonder if reese has observed how it's helped more over the years mm-hmm. and maybe there's that hope that yeah it'll help nesta, it'll help nesta too mm-hmm. but well so at the beginning of this chapter we're <laughs> At the end of training wrapping up, which is essentially a workout session for Cassian while Nesta watches, mm-hmm. and Moore shows up and notices that she is, quote, hard at work, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she finds out that, um, you know, Moore finds out that she essentially was not participating. Mm-hmm. And Moore admits to her, she says, my vote would have been to dump you right back in the human lands, you know, which I'm like, what? where did that come from? Yeah. I don't know why you feel like you have to say that. But Nesta goes, oh, I know. Good thing being Feyre's sister has its advantages. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, we are like teeth (laughs) bared between these two. Well, I think Moore is just pissed at her because of how she treated Cassian. Right. So understandable. And then then Moore goes, I knew plenty of people like you once. You've never deserved the benefit of the doubt that good people like him give you. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Moore and Nesta I don't think are ever going to be buddies buddies no i don't think so don't think it's in the cards Mm -mm. unfortunately (laughs) um so more takes the two of them back Mm -hmm. to the house of wind and pretty much almost immediately cassian is gone yep um which nesta notices so she just kind of gets ready for her library time and heads on over there i'm curious how she gets to the library because like we know i know the library is below the house of wind but to get down to the, like, ground level, it's 10,000 stairs. So yep. I'm curious, like, is there, like, an elevator to get you to, the ho- <laughs> like, the library inside yeah. it? You know what I mean? Maybe it's just, like, a different set of stairs, but it's not as far down to get to the entrance. Maybe. Because to me, when I think, like, it's in the base of the mountain, I'm thinking, like, it's all the way at the bottom is the library. Oh. Because, you know, Briaxis was at the very bottom. Yeah, but, so, so, but it starts at the top, right? It's many levels before you get down true. to Briaxis. True. 
I don't know. You know, know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Um, I do think it's funny, similar to the point you had earlier, Nesta's mind keeps straying to Cassian. Yeah. Like, I, it's so interesting how she's just going about things, and then she just starts thinking about Cassian again. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you cannot help yourself. No. Um, but seeing Clotho, it kind of reminds her of how she was powerless when, yeah. like, her and Elaine were forced into the cauldron, which, like, I, I totally get what she's saying. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this is part of that the healing, healing journey. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting. She's, like, wondering if Clotho can read her mind. Yeah. It was just, like, I don't know. I just wonder, like, if it's one of those things when you kind of, like, when you force yourself to sit in silence. Yeah. Like, it's almost like thoughts come to you that, like, you've been kind of putting off. And yeah. when And, like, Clotho can't speak. So when she's, like, telling her these things, there's no response. I wonder if it's one of those things where it's, like, you almost think that, they know what you're saying because yeah. you're just sitting in silence with your question. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. It's like the lack of verbal responses, like forcing her brain to like come up with the next thing, and it just so happens to be that she mm-hmm. thinks Clotho is reading her mind. Yeah, of it. that's really funny. Um, so Clotho basically tells her that she's gonna go shelve some books for her shift. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be there. I think it's like. Four or five hours? Yeah, I think like five hours. Which is a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Nesta gets to work. Yeah. Um, has a productive day, goes back to Clotho and says, like, I'm done for the day. Um, and they have a really funny exchange. Mm-hmm. So um, Clotho tells her, wear clothes you don't mind getting dusty. You'll wreck that beautiful dress down here. And Nesta says, all right. And then Clotho tells her, via the notes being passed, mm-hmm. obviously, um, it was nice to meet you, Nesta. Feyre speaks highly of you. And Nesta says, no one likes a liar, priestess. Yeah. And I just, I thought it was funny. But also, I'm like, maybe Feyre does. I don't feel like Feyre bashes you to no. everybody. I feel like Feyre is always trying to talk highly of you. Yeah. Like, it just, Feyre is by no means a perfect human. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it doesn't feel like that's fully her style. No. Like, I feel like she would avoid talking about the bad parts right. and just kind of like try to highlight like, oh, Nesta's really outspoken right. and driven. She's and like a fierce warrior. Fierce. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that's how... Positive spin on as it. As a sister, she would be describing Nesta to a yeah. stranger practically. But mm-hmm. anywho, that just made me laugh. Yeah. Um, the only other thing, like when she's in the library, she's like thinking to herself, she says, I am worthless and I am nothing. I mm-hmm. hate everything that I am and I am so, so tired. I am tired of wanting to be anywhere but in my own head. Mm-hmm. That just like makes me really sad for her. Yeah. To just hate yourself and think that you're nothing and worthless. <sighs> it's awful. It's so awful. Yeah. Nest, again, I know I said this about many people. Nesta needs therapy. Nesta definitely needs therapy. Or just to talk to somebody. Yeah, this negative self-talk is, like, so bad. Yeah. And, you know, while I think a lot of us don't – some of us do. Others don't express themselves in the way Nesta has throughout Mm -hmm. this. I think we can all relate to getting ourselves into those Mm -hmm. negative self-talk spirals where it's, like, you need – it's, like, until – I feel like until you admit that to somebody Mm -hmm. and someone's, like – hold on yeah do you realize what you're saying Mm -hmm. like that's how you get pulled out of those i feel like it's so hard to pull yourself out of these yeah so i do wish she would talk to somebody because i feel like as soon as she would say it out loud and someone was like b you crazy she'd be like you killed highburn you are not worthless yeah it's like oh wait maybe i'm not yeah and then we can start Mm -hmm. healing but anywho 
Um, so she goes back to the House of Wind. Mm-hmm. Cassian is still not around. Yep, so she has dinner alone. Um, she asks the house to give her wine in her cup. Mm-hmm. And the house only gives her water. I just, I love that she's yelling at the house. Like, it's so funny to me. I just picture, like, somebody alone sitting in a room just like, ah, yelling yeah, at the ceiling. And it's, it's like, like, no. No, Anesta, that's not how it works. Ugh. Um, and let's see. So, oh, so this ends with her saying to the house, keep your wine. I'll get my own. And she aims for a doorway. And it's like, where are you going, Nesta? Are you going to try those 10,000 steps down? Well, good okay. luck. Um, and then on a side note, that dinner sounds delicious oh i know i know. <laughs> I need someone to make me that yes um okay anything else on chapter six Mm-mm. all right last but not least chapter seven lots of info in this one yes um cassian pays a visit to the band of exiles yeah what'd you notice he's a terrible courtier <laughs> he just can't play the game at all which like i can appreciate but yeah. at the same time it's like you're terrible like yeah. come on I almost, like, love it, though, because I feel like, in a way, it'll disarm people. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you're not trying to be, like, slick and... Right, you're just talking how you should. You're just talking, and then maybe he'll, you know, in the end, do a better job than someone who is playing the game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... It's possible. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, like, Eris is officially, like, an ally of the Night Court. Like, what is happening? It's all very weird. Very crazy. And we all know how I feel. Yeah. about Eris. Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't like these interactions with Eris. It mm-hmm. makes me angry. I'm very much on Cassian's side with this. <laughs> but anywho, so um we find out that we find out where Cassian's been mm-hmm. while Nesta was down in the uh library. So apparently first he went to um their the river house. Mm-hmm. And this just made me sad. He said he'd stopped by the river house to admit to his failure. Yes. And I'm like Cassian it's not a fail you had one day day training like (laughs) one day relax um but I really loved Amryn's coaching for him she said let her dig her own grave boy then offer her a hand and he says I thought that's what this past year has been and Amryn's reply is keep reaching out your hand I I love that yeah I love that like don't give up on anybody Yeah. yeah well and it's like I think what that tells me is like Amryn who is pissed at nesta right still cares about nesta yeah like so you know it's almost like i wish nesta could see these moments so that she could understand like that you are not lost to them or unwanted Mm -hmm. like they love you like that's the whole point of all of this right they love you and they're trying to help you yeah um but anywho so he does that before um and then more takes him to the house in the human lands where lucian durian and bassa are staying yeah because he just couldn't go back to the house of wind because he was so angry yeah so he's like i might as well get to work <laughs> which i don't blame him so he arrives to see lucian and then durian and bassa inside but then eris is there eris. i was like what are the odds yeah, it's so funny. So when Cassian sees Eris, he says, Cassian, or it says, Cassian's fingers curled. Every time he'd seen the prick these past five centuries, he'd struggled with it. This blinding rage at the mere sight of him. And then it says, Lucian's gold eye clicked, reading Cassian's rage while warning flashed in his remaining russet eye. And it's just like, and then again, there's like several other times where the word rage <laughs> is mentioned. And I'm just like, Cassian is raging yes <laughs> we have made that abundantly clear he hates this guy oh yeah for sure oh and i just appreciate rage as a taurus that's all. <laughs> um but anywho 
So, Eris, like you said, Eris is already there, and they've already kind of been chatting. Mm-hmm. We learned that basically Eris is there because his troops had disappeared, mm-hmm. um, and not even their hounds could track them. And we kind of learned about these, like, scent hounds that are super rare, super exclusive to the autumn, like, royals, basically, yes. and they can track everything. Yeah, so that's like whoa yeah what happened to them and there's like a weird human smell kind of that's lingered Mm-hmm. and so they're kind of like troubleshooting they're like well is it the queens like they can't winnow mm-hmm. and it's like well maybe they have something else that's helping them winnow yeah. and so we're not quite sure mm-hmm. what's going on here but it's definitely a question mark yeah um but vasa like she doesn't think that the other queen's took Eris, but she knows that they want to stir up trouble so she's like maybe kind of i don't know um and cassian's just like i mean he's like processing everything and he's i don't really know exactly how he gets to this thought but he we learned that nesta told him about tomas like yes, she didn't specify ago, she didn't specify the person but i was like whoa 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 hold on a second you told cassian but you didn't tell farah yep about like what went down I'm just like, this is crazy. I was shocked. Pretty crazy. And what I will say is I don't remember where this happened. Mm -hmm. But there is a bonus chapter out there Mm -hmm. that is this experience that he's referencing. Oh, is it? Have you ever read it? I know I've read all the bonus chapters. I just don't remember them. Yeah, there is a bonus chapter somewhere in the mass universe that does talk about the specific experience of someone is Mm -hmm. keen who hasn't read more about it. Gotcha. To read more later. Um, but no, I think it's really interesting. And so um, it's it's like, again, just flashing back to who Nesta was before the war was over. It's mm-hmm. like there was clearly a connection. For sure. If she's admitted that to him mm-hmm. and nobody else. I know. But anywho. Um... So let's see. So they're kind of thinking about things. Briallen comes up. Oh, is um, that how you say it? That's how I said it. What I thought it was Briallen. Briallen. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the only reason I said it that way is I think that's what I remembered hearing in the audiobook. Ah, uh, gotcha. And that's why my brain did that. Either way, just. Now I can't remember how I said it because I'm like, <laughs> Briallen. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. I don't know. Either way. Listeners, what do you think? I also have a sister named Brienne. Yeah. And it's spelled B-R-I-A. So I think my brain also just naturally goes there. Goes Bria. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho. Um, but anyway, so they're talking about the queens. Mm-hmm. And Brienne is brought up. She's the one who went into the cauldron back in um, Akamath and was turned into a crone, essentially. Yes. Yeah, a high fake crone. Old lady. Yep. Um, and she hates Nesta. Right. So it's like, well... Is she at play? Because she's kind of the only one bold enough to do that. Yes. Is what Vass is saying. And so Jurian is advising Cassian that they should track her. Basically, um, he says, if she's somehow capable of capturing a unit of face soldiers, we need to know how swiftly. And so mm-hmm. maybe that's what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. But um, Vasa does say, essentially, like, um, you know, the only way that Brianna could do something like that is if she had help and it mm-hmm. would have to be from something, um, you know, very old and powerful. Right. And so she says to look to Koshe, mm-hmm. who is the death God that is enslaved or has enslaved Vasa. Vasa. 
And it's um, also the bone carver's older brother. Yes. And the um, weaver. Right. They're these siblings. Mm-hmm. This lovely little trio. Yep. Um, so essentially she explains that Koshe is no mere sorcerer. He's confined to the lake only due to an ancient spell because he was outsmarted once. But everything he does is to free himself. And so what they're kind of implying is like Koshe might help Brie Allen mm-hmm. if it would lead to him getting to escape right which i don't really know how they would correlate but i'm sure there's something yeah i mean if you're a death god and you're just thinking through all these scenarios like there's definitely conclusions you're drawing that Mm -hmm. we can't see because like it says koshe is as old as the sea older some say he is death itself Mm -hmm. so yeah don't want that guy loose very (laughs) creepy yep um Let's see. What else are you gathering from this? So there was one point where it's between like Cassian and um, Lucian. Mm -hmm. They had an exchange. And I'm just like super curious. Like we talked about this the other week when Nesta was in front of Reese and he was like sit down and her knees were like trembling almost like her body was responding. And there's a part where um, so Cassian snarls Mm -hmm. and Lucian says easy he repeated, and a flame sizzled in his rusted eye. The flame, the surprising dominance within it, hit Cassian like a stone to the head, knocking him from his need to kill and kill and kill whatever might threaten. And oh. I'm just like, I like okay, because we know that Lucian is Helion's Helion. son yep. and Autumn's daughter, or Autumn Queen's son. <laughs> I was thinking female is daughter. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, he is. Is that the potential high lord power? Right. That's what I was wondering. I was like, <gasps> maybe. Because either way, he sh- he's in line to be a High Lord, whether it's through He's Helion. more directly in line for Helion. Right, but... because he's the only son. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was interesting, because it's yeah. like, Cassian's got all this rage, but when Lucian tells him to, it like it draws back. Mm. I don't know, I just thought that would be really cool. That's so interesting. That's a really good call out. You say you're not observant, Sarah. <laughs> Only was... certain times. <laughs> um okay let's see so cassian goes to leave mm-hmm. kind of making like an irish exit he's yes. like I'm, I'm not even gonna say goodbye i'm out mm-hmm. and eris follows him who is obviously his favorite person ever yep and but eris is essentially wanting to make sure that he understands that they're allies so he admits that like his his people are gone mm-hmm. and he knows brie allen yep is the person who did this mm-hmm. and he knows that his father yep. has basically signed up to help Brie Allen in whatever she wants to do. Yeah. So he's admitting all of this to Cassian for nothing at this point. But right. he says, like, I want you to keep me in the loop. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, Clearly, throwing you this yeah. bone. We're going to – we need to work together. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Uh, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, I don't understand fully why Baron thinks it's a good idea to side with her i don't know well i mean i just think he he's just pissed about the whole situation with highburn and how it all yeah. went down and there's still i mean there's still unrest with all the other lands so it's like if he could side with them and the queens like he might be on the winning side but i'm also like you're kind of on an island where everybody else is on the opposite side yeah so is that that great of an idea for you no but you know yeah. who knows so but that's kind of where it like ends yep um, and I, I thought it was annoying. Um, Eris's like final statement to Cassian is stick to fighting battles, general, leave the ruling to those capable of playing the game. And I'm just like, again, I'm trying to give Cassian the benefit of the doubt here. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I have good vibes that his disarming presence yeah. 
may get us where we need to be, and it's not about how you would usually play it. Yeah. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. So they don't part as friends, but no. we do part as allies, allies at least. Mm-hmm. And that's where we leave off. Yep. Exciting things. So next week, we're going to do chapters 8 through 12, where hopefully some progress is made mm-hmm. um, amongst these two. Uh, title TBD. But that's it. What did you guys think? Yeah, let us know. And how do you pronounce the queen's <laughs> name? Yes. What did you say it was again? Brylin. Brylin. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk to you guys more next week. Oh, wait. One thing I did Ooh. want to remember. Um, we want your questions. Oh, yes. Alex and I are going to be doing another Q&A because it's been a hot minute. So yes, <laughs> um, we'll post something on Instagram. But yeah, send us your questions, whether they're Akatar related, personal, whatever. We, yeah. w- we want to answer them. <laughs> so, Good reminder. Good yes. Job. So um, that mini will be in a couple weeks. But yeah, we'll just be sending out reminders the next few weeks. So yeah, that's really it. All right. Well, we will now talk to you more next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.